0: You're listening to Talking Taiwan with your host, Felicia Lin.
1: Welcome to the Talking Taiwan podcast. I'm your host, Felicia Lin. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about one of the hot button issues in Taiwan these days, which has been over nuclear power. Last month, Lin Yixiang, now 72 years old, a longtime Taiwan activist, went on a hunger strike in protest of the construction of the fourth nuclear plant in Taiwan. There are also several massive anti nuclear rallies in various parts of Taiwan. My guest on today's show is Echo Lin of Environmental Jurists Association. She's here to talk to us about this issue. Welcome to the podcast, Echo.
0: Hi, this is Echo, and thank you for Li uh, It's my pleasure to be on the program.
1: Great. So, let's start with telling the listeners a little bit about yourself. Could you tell me what is your role at the Environmental Jurists Association, and uh, maybe also a little bit about what the Environmental Jurists Association does? Okay, um, the Environmental Jurists Association, uh, EJA, is
0: composed of legal professionals, such as lawyers and uh, law professors, and we are especially concerned about environmental justice, which includes uh, environmental conservation, protection, and also human rights protection. I'm working at the EJA as uh, Secretary General, which is basically responsible for planning and its uh, executing all kinds of activities on behalf of the organization. And that includes arranging the press conference and also uh, to support the other organizations in any legal aid, uh, if they need legal assistance and legal opinions. I would just um, provide uh, the opinions on behalf of our members.
1: Oh, that's interesting. So are you saying that other organizations can go to the Environmental Juris Association for legal assistance?
0: Yes, uh, because uh, a lot of cases are actually uh, like water pollution or even like this time the nuclear energy development. My organization, EJA, has been supporting organizations, the other organizations, to monitor and even to uh, bring the governmental agency responsible for nuclear safety into the court. So we have probably like uh, two to three cases in court against the government on nuclear safety.
1: Oh, wow. I see. Okay. Um, So how long have you yourself been involved with the anti-nuclear movement? My direct involvement
0: in the anti-nuclear movement, that was in 2004 or 2005, since the time the year I came back to Taiwan, I was involved in Green Party in Taiwan, which actually started organizing the anti nuclear rallies every year. My indirect involvement would be in Vermont, the United States. So I spent a year in Vermont and I got to know a local grassroots organization. which was also against the local nuclear power plant. That was in Vermont, in uh, uh, Bretterboro, Vermont. And uh, that kind of gave me some some knowledge and also uh, experience about uh, the international campaign for me to bring back to Taiwan.
1: From what I understand, the anti nuclear movement actually has a pretty long history in Taiwan. Um, In fact, the debate over the fourth nuclear power plant has been going on for several decades. Could you talk about that? The anti nuclear power plant, the anti nuclear
0: movement in Taiwan started uh, because Taiwan has three nuclear power plants in Taiwan already. And the Chinese people, especially the NGOs, are very concerned about the safety. Uh, of these nuclear power plants, and also about the technology, that the competence of Thai Power, which is the developer of the nuclear power plants. And for this specific nuclear power plant on the right this time is the fourth one,
1: mm-hmm. uh, which is
0: still under construction. It's been over like uh, 32 years. This specific power plant was first proposed in 1982 by Thai Power. Mm-hmm. And Thai Power was still a government-owned electricity company. So basically, government, Taiwan government, mm-hmm. had total control over Thai Power back when this power plan was proposed okay. in 1982. But then since then, um, there have been a lot of questions. And also concerns over whether Taiwan really needs the fourth nuclear power plant, or because we already have three, Right. and three should be enough. Besides uh, about the safety, Taiwan, whether Taiwan is fit, I mean its geography and also the the uh, island, whether Taiwan is uh, Taiwan's environment, nature environment is fit for the development of nuclear power. And uh, a lot of experts and also the civil society have been questioning that Taiwan is not really a good candidate for nuclear power development.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and could you yeah, talk a little knows. bit yeah, about why Taiwan is not suitable for uh, nuclear power plants? Uh, I think
0: everyone probably knows yeah. that uh, Taiwan, uh, there are like thousands if not all the hundreds of earthquakes mm-hmm. happening in Taiwan every year. Right. And usually the the earthquakes over back in 1999, it happened in September 21st, 1999. The the big earthquake was a, actually scaled 7.0 or 7.2.
1: Right. That was the one in central Taiwan and Nanto, right? That's
0: right. And but usually we had we had earthquakes of scale, like 4.0 or 5, 5.0 mm-hmm. every year. Mm-hmm. So with that kind of uh, the frequency of earthquakes, Taiwan is really, uh, or the nuclear power plants in Taiwan are at risk. Right. And the worst part is the, uh, we have two already in the north, yeah, on the coast of n- northern Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And those two power, nuclear power plants are, uh either on the fourth line or very close to fourth uh, line okay and the, the fourth one, this controversial uh, de- uh construction the fourth n- uh, nuclear power plant is also located near uh near earthquake fault lines
1: mm-hmm. so
0: a lot of people have questioning that the other is uh, this specific project the construction has been uh, having caused a lot of problems that uh, several times the construction got flooded, and the parts the parts uh, got damaged not because of the earthquakes but just because the the quality of the of the parts and the technology was not good enough
1: so you mean the, the way that the existing plants have been built uh yeah
0: <laughs> like uh like they use uh, the the um the inferior parts. Or materials, materials for mm-hmm. the construction.
1: There's currently three nuclear power plants in Taiwan. You said two are in the north near uh, near fault lines, and yes. where is the third one? Uh, the third one
0: is is in the south in uh, the southern tip right. of Taiwan. Actually, mm-hmm. the, uh, it is even more ridiculous. The third one is located in the national park.
1: Oh, in Kenting. In Kenting National Park, <laughs> yes. So, so it's, nice. it,
0: it's very ironic.
1: Yeah, like what would you say are the issues uh, in with using nuclear power, especially for Taiwan? You already touched on some of those. Are there any others that you wanted to mention?
0: The other concern is, is also a major concern, is the Taiwan government and also Thai power don't have any technology or any solution to deal with the nuclear waste.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The radioactive waste Produced by three three nuclear power plants hmm. have, have not been able to like uh, find permanent storage space yet
1: uh-huh.
0: so that means yeah. that we produce the waste that we cannot deal with and then we have to put the, the nuclear the high level radioactive waste inside the nuclear power plants. Uh-huh. those two nuclear power plants in the north actually are very close to the capital taipei city it's right. about like 30 kilometers from taipei city oh
1: wow uh-huh. well we had another conversation where you said they are they're also reaching capacity the nuclear waste there yes there
0: are, in uh, there's islands uh, offshore is on the e- east coast mm-hmm. of, uh, offshore of taichung county right. it's called orchid island right uh, 32 years ago or 30 years ago tai power told the local people, the local indigenous people, they were going to build a fish can factory.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: the fish can manufacture becomes a low-level radioactive storage space. Oh. And then uh, now in the storage site has been expanded uh, once already. That means uh, the first lease was about 20 years, and then it got another 10 years. And just last year... The local people, the the, indi- the local indigenous tribe, finally got fed up,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: they, they asked the Thai Power to move the nuclear waste out of the island. Mm-hmm. But again, the problem is Thai Power cannot find any other storage site for the for even those the low level radioactive waste. They couldn't find the space to store it.
1: Right. Okay. And regarding the fourth nuclear power plant, I mean, it's been, this has been going on for almost 30 years, like the supposed construction of this power plant, and um, there's some issues with that, too. I mean, uh, how long does it take for an average nuclear power plant to get built? Usually it takes about six years. Mm -hmm. And this one, the nuclear, the fourth
0: nuclear power plant started construction in 1999, Right. And was originally planned to finish by 2004. Right. But, uh, uh, in year 2000, DPP, Chen, Chen Shui-bian, uh, got elected as president. Mm-hmm. And DPP's policy was to stop or to phase out the nuclear power. Mm-hmm. So DPP administration actually temporarily stopped the construction of, uh, nuclear, po- the fourth nuclear power right. plant for like a hundred days. But then uh, the KMT, the Kuomintang, was the majority in uh, in our parliament, in legislature. Right. Mm-hmm. So the legislature voted against the executive order, and I guess, so the construction just uh, got back.
1: Oh, so the construction resumed. Okay. I think you also mentioned to me before that there has been a lot of revisions of the plan or something like that, the construction plans? and
0: the construction of nuclear power plant has uh, the fourth nuclear power plant has been changed. I mean the design, the design right. okay. construct has been mm-hmm. changed over mm-hmm. one thousand times. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> and no one, uh, none of us knew how uh, who who approved the changes yeah. because uh, any change could make a big difference. And the worst part is the changes were made by Thai Power. Uh, the original design
1: mm-hmm.
0: the, the original design of the the power plant was by the, a foreign company. Okay. Then the foreign company gave up Type mm-hmm. power had to take it over
1: mm-hmm.
0: then Pi power made uh, has made over one thousand changes itself. Our worry is that um, uh everything all the all the changes and all the information mm-hmm. about the construction of the, this power plant has not been fully disclosed or even has not been disclosed at right. all. Right. That's why that makes people even more worried. Yeah, it's
1: quite a concern. It's uh, On
0: top of it, probably the most expensive nuclear power plant in the world. The budget has gone over like uh, quite, a, quite a bit. It's, it's 60% over the, the original wow. budget.
1: Does Taiwan really need the nuclear power? Like, I mean, does Taiwan have enough uh, energy sources? And if not, what are other viable sources of power? So far, Taiwan has enough
0: power in reserve Mm -hmm. that uh, even if we don't have the existing three nuclear power plants, we still have enough sufficient power to support the industry and also uh, the society. Mm-hmm. But the Thai power claims that Taiwan at least needs over 16% of energy in reserve, which will be enough, uh, safe, safe enough for Taiwan's uh, electricity. Uh, we no, don't, we don't think so. Yeah. Because in the world, it's usually it's around 10%.
1: Yeah, that's what I was about to ask is like, what's the international standard? So, are you saying that even without three nuclear power plants that are currently in Taiwan, that Taiwan does have 10% in reserve?
0: The experts on our side have right. come up with a number that, uh, according to their calculation, the current power uh, facility could mm-hmm. support Taiwan. And to make it even better is uh, the solution, if, if you may allow me to... Sure, to please. That. The solution is just first to upgrade the facility of coal or fuel or gas power plants. Oh, I see. Yeah, we, we need to upgrade the facility. To make it more efficient. Of, yeah, instead of the, building the new ones. Mm-hmm. And the other way is that we definitely have to change our grid, the power grid. Because the power grid had been had been aged
1: mm-hmm. and
0: and that caused a lot of uh, waste or is the loss of mm-hmm. of power during the the transportation mm-hmm. so change the power grid, upgrade the facility, then seek uh, alternative energy such as uh, sun or wind power. We do have other options for alternative energies, but the government, Taiwan government, would not invest in developing alternative energies. Taiwan government invests most of its money in nuclear energy development.
1: Wow. I'm wondering, um, like, if there's any statistics, like, internationally, like, per capita, per country, like, um, how many nuclear power plants, like, most countries have, depending on their population, you know? Yeah. That's interesting.
0: Oh, one other thing is that uh, we, we really have to think about to transform Taiwan's industry, the the type of Taiwan's industry, from the current the, the manufacturer, uh-huh. manufacturing industry to, like, uh, the industry of R&D or uh-huh. uh, tourism. That right. could also help with energy saving.
1: Right. Well, it has been gradually changing, right? Uh, mm, not... Exactly
0: because uh, really? yeah, mm. because we uh, the government, current government, still mm-hmm. tries to develop a lot of industrial parts and uh, oh, uh, the high tech science mm. park. Mm-hmm. But all those industrial parts and science parts mm-hmm. are actually uh, doing the manufactures. So that's labor-intensive oh. manufactures, oh, okay. and that uh, usually those factories. Needs to run twenty four seven. They need to use utilities, electricity, mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: twenty four hours every day.
1: Mm-hmm. Recently, Linichong actually started a hunger strike on April twenty second, and apparently, he had drafted a letter stating that he was going to do this on March sixteenth, and was going to release this announcement that he was going on hunger strike on March twenty fourth but he mm-hmm. postponed it when the Legislative Yuan was occupied by the students and activists on March 18th. So after the occupation of the Legislative Yuan ended, um, Nixiong made a statement that he was going to go on a hunger strike. Yep. Um, could you tell me a little bit about this one? Because in, in this case, in April, it was quite clear what his intention was, right?
0: Actually, we, we heard about his plan on hunger strike even earlier.
1: Right. But,
0: uh, no one was uh, was sure about what happened. What happened on March the 18th? The student movement, the Sunflower movement, was mm-hmm. uh, was really a surprise for everyone, even for Mr. Lam. Of, of course, of yeah. course. And um, so, he, because uh, a lot of resources from NGOs, from civil societies, already put in, in to support the Sunflower movement. That's why Ms. Ling Hsien would not want to, kind of, uh, would not want to uh, uh, interfere yeah. or to cause any concerns mm-hmm. because of his action. Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: if he had come up or had said he would, he would have gone on hunger strike as scheduled or mm-hmm. as planned. Mm-hmm. Then the NGOs and the civil uh, a lot of resources in civil society had would, would have gone to support him. Right. Well, right. So he, did not, he did not want to divide uh, the resources.
1: Right, yeah, I understand that because there is a lot more than just students. Like everybody refers to the Legislative and Occupation and the Sunflower Movement as a student a movement, but it, clearly there are a lot of other activists and a lot of socially minded organizations involved. Yes, yeah, actually,
0: uh, all socially minded organizations, all NGOs uh, working on social issues. We were kind of twenty four seven inside or outside the uh, action of Occupy legislature right,
1: right.
0: so we we really do not have any uh, any energy just to support things like uh, um but we really appreciate the initial support to the Sunflower movement because he he definitely decided to in person he he came to the legislature outside the Legislature and uh, started sitting in mm-hmm. uh, to show his support of the movement.
1: Mm-hmm. And so, can you tell me a little bit about his motivation behind this hunger strike on April twenty second? Yeah, the the
0: motivation on the surface is a Thai government to stop the construction of uh, nuclear, the fourth nuclear power plant, or just to stop the the power plant project at all. Mm-hmm. But Under the surface, it's really about his concerns of the government, which overruled the majority, overruled the the public opinions of the majority in Taiwan. And the government was determined to push through the construction of this, this specific nuclear power plant, despite the opposition from the people. And this is undemocratic. It is. It should not happen in a democratic country.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, so Lin Xiong's concern is, is basically about our government. This um, the democratic government in Taiwan has come to this uh, the uh, the end of or is dysfunctional at all, mm-hmm. and uh, it's o- almost becomes like uh, back to the authoritarian, right? The- so I think that he wants to challenge the the society. He, he wants to challenge the Taiwanese society to speed what has happened, what has what the government Taiwan government has come to and what the Taiwan government has done wrong and the society, the Taiwan society needs to carefully examine the this dysfunctional government. mm
1: mm-hmm. Right. I mean, uh, I did read the statement that he put out, and uh, in the statement he did say something to the effect that um, the democracy has failed if uh, the government is yeah, not listening to the voice of the people and what they want.
0: Yes. that that, that That's his real concern. And this, the fourth nuclear power plant is just uh, one of the products of this dysfunctional government.
1: Right. And... Um, he did actually end his hunger strike um, on April thirtieth. Nine days later, could you explain why he ended the hunger strike?
0: I think um, because uh, in those eight or nine days, more and more people got uh, kind of um, very agitated and very disappointed and anger upset by the government. Right, a lot of conflict happened, and the conflict had to come um, more and more serious. Lin Yixiang has been told by his staff that the seriousness of how the government, the state violence against the people and how people reacted and mm-hmm. his concerns over people's safety and was very concerned about the democratic mechanism in Taiwan. So Taiwan, he doesn't, he didn't want to see riots happening in Taiwan. But the fact is the government was using police enforcement. To suppress the rallies and the protesters.
1: Yeah, could you talk a little bit about that? Because um, that's quite serious. Yes, yeah, that uh, actually this was this rally, this
0: anti-nuke rally, planned and organized on April the twenty-seventh. Mm-hmm. That's on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, starting from uh, the, the afternoon of April the twenty-seventh, we had this anti-nuke rally every year. So, this is the usual anti-nuke rally,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: but now is. Uh, we heard that the, route, the original route of rally was revoked by the uh, by the police.
1: Oh, right, uh, because that, uh, Taiwan has something called the parade and assembly law, so any rallies or public protests have to have some kind of approval. So yeah. I'm guessing, right? So in that process, they decide to not give them the permission to use the same route that they usually use?
0: Yes, that's okay. right. Mm-hmm. And so the organizers, Actually, uh, announced that first, since uh, the revolt was unreasonable, right. and it was purposely targeted this movement because, and anyway, people decided to have a sit in in front of Zhongxiao Road that's the that's the main avenue in front of the train station. Right. And it, so, a lot of traffic on the road, on the section of the road. Right. So, on the night of the rally, people were still there, and the crowd was determined to sit in mm-hmm. until the next morning, which right. is Monday morning, when mm-hmm. the people started to come right. back to work. Right. And the action was actually to raise the awareness of people, how, how difficult it would be if any nuclear disaster happened. Heavy mm-hmm. city would be totally paralyzed, right. and the traffic would be mm-hmm. totally blocked. Mm-hmm. It will be, it will be just like that. So mm-hmm. the crowd occupied the main street in front of the Taipei train station.
1: Uh-huh. Then
0: around like 2.30 or 3 a.m., I, I, I was on, I was on site. Okay. So around like 2.30, the police started using water cannon and huge, huge number of uh, police enforcement to push people. And to it, remove, it, it To physically out, remove them? Yes, to evict people, mm-hmm. uh, starting from 2.30 a.m. all the way through, uh, like, 7 or 8 a.m., mm-hmm. the police did not stop using violence against the protesters. Wow. Some of the protesters even had their kids with them, oh, wow. had, no, had children with them, right. and they were just peacefully sitting, uh, sitting in on the pedestrians they they were not on the road. Mm-hmm. They were on pedestrians. Mm-hmm. Um, the Oh, like on the, the side,
1: right? On the side on the side. Walk,
0: right, on the right. Yeah. Yeah, on pedestrian walks actually there they were also like bus stops for people, usually for people to uh to wait for buses. Right. And the police just uh, just pushed them out with force. Mm. So, uh, eventually, it's, uh, it's, uh, a lot of video uh, videos have been uploaded, on the, uh, put on YouTube,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: showing the uh, mm-hmm. police using water cannons and mm-hmm. then against people.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, that's very disturbing.
0: And uh, very violent, actually. i accompanied some of them to the hospital right. for the emergency aid. Oh, dear.
1: And uh, Lini Shaw actually ended his hunger strike on... Uh, April thirtieth, right? Was there some kind of announcement from the government that prompted him to do that? The government seems to
0: like concede to the demand of people by by announcing it will halt the construction of the fourth nuclear power plant. Mm-hmm. But for us, we are we are kind of um, skeptical. We are still skeptical about uh, this announcement mm-hmm. because the halt of the construction with some conditions. A, the government says that the, the fourth nuclear power plant would go through safety inspection. But as, as far as, as we know, they still will finish the construction of what they are doing now. Because are, basically there are two parts in the nuclear power plant mm-hmm. under construction. Uh, the first part is almost uh, finished.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the government said it, it has to finish the first, the first part and it will definitely stop the second part. But finish the first part and conduct a safety inspection, then have it sealed.
1: I'm sorry, they will conduct a safety inspection and then? And then uh, seal, just seal up, just close the the
0: plant. Close the plant until there's a need to open it again and if there is some crisis of energy, or something the government would consider to open up the plants and mm. the nuclear power plant and even mm. uh, uh, uh start have it start operation oh. so again there's, uh, it's not for us it's it's not for sure that the fourth nuclear power plant is stopped because it's still there it, it, you yeah. it, it will it will be there
1: right
0: and the government could use all kinds of excuses.
1: Hmm. yeah that's quite disturbing. Yeah, the fourth nuclear power plant is supposedly going to have to go through some safety inspections. and Could you explain what that entails? Okay, so, um, although the Ma administration
0: said uh, uh, it was fill up the fourth nuclear power plant after undergoing safety inspection, but as far as we know, without inserting fuel rods, producing stains, or without power generation, that... The safety inspection cannot be conducted. Mm-hmm. So safety inspection needs to, it's like a test run, needs to test run the facility and the test run requires fuel rod to be inserted. Then radiation will be produced. That's why we don't want to see and uh, we don't even want to see test run, test run. We, we want to just have it totally stopped now.
1: Right. So just by doing a safety inspection, they have to have a fuel rod. And then by having the fuel rod, that's automatically going to create some radioactive waste. Um, So even if the power power plant is in in full operations, just by doing the safety check, they've created some nuclear waste. Uh,
0: Besides that, the facility, the site Mm -hmm. of the facility would be polluted
1: will right. be radio, radioactively right. radioactive polluted waste. and
0: it cannot be used for other, for other, like, we, we, we hope that the facility to, could be transformed into a museum, into an anti-nuclear museum.
1: I see. What's next? Like, where does the anti-nuclear movement um, stand? Uh, what do you, what do you need to do in order to stop this? There, there are two branches we
0: definitely need to put more pressure. One is the executive branch, which is basically President Ma. Mm -hmm. Uh, President Ma has the power to deliver, to, to use executive order to stop the construction of the fourth nuclear power plant. But he's still playing the tricks, like, uh, he said that would, would still up the, the facility after it undergoes, uh, safety inspection. It's not, it's not feasible for us. And, also, the le- legislature, as long as the legislature stops providing resources, which is money, mm-hmm. if the legislature just frees all the budgets for the construction of the fourth nuclear power plant, then it automatically stops. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's, uh, that's the two branches we, we, we have to continue monitoring and put uh, pressure on. And the other thing is actually we, we are also very concerned about the, uh, the existing three nuclear power plants which are in operation.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, we heard from the Thai power that uh, they, they are planning to have all these three extended. These three are supposed to be decommissioned in a few years, but the Thai power already started construction to prepare for the extension. Mm-hmm. And we definitely, we don't want to see the extension of the operation right. of mm-hmm. these three, uh, nuclear power plants. And, uh, so that's why we are also using every means, in, including legal, like using litigation against mm-hmm. the government. Uh, we're trying to see these three nuclear power plants to be decommissioned as originally planned. Mm-hmm. So with, uh, if everything goes as original plan... Taiwan should achieve the state of the nuclear-free country by year 2025. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: So the last, the first one, the first nuclear power plant is supposed to decommission by 2016. And then another in like 2020. The last one will be 2025. So we, we just need to really closely monitor the development.
1: Right. And it just makes me wonder, like, what is the motivation? Do you think, is there something else going on um, in terms of why the government or in ta- the current government in Taiwan or uh, Thai power continues to want to use nuclear power? One thing is that it's the easiest thing for
0: them to, for Thai power to do that is uh, uh, It requires a lot of money and Thai power needs money. And actually, the cost to deal with the nuclear waste has never been included in their proposal. Mm. But Thai Power thinks is that uh, is their best best option. Is uh, is on the, the top priority of their energy policy because they just believe they could deal with uh, nuclear energy, and that Thai Power thinks they are capable. But it's just the people, the societies. Uh, don't trust them. So I think uh, because because nuclear energy is really uh, something requires a lot of resources, high power wants the resources uh, put in into their company.
1: Okay, As Resources first, meaning money.
0: Yeah, a lot of money approved by the government
1: mm-hmm. from
0: taxpayers' money, actually. Mm-hmm. As for the development of alternative energy, Tai has not really invested in the R&D
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, research and development of alternative mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. That's why it, it's not interested in it. And besides, it has little, like, uh, return. Tai Power claims that Tai Power has no expertise in alternative energy because a lot of alternative energies are the, the technologies were developed in foreign countries.
1: Mm-hmm. And a lot of so, them are quite new.
0: That's right. And tech Power does not have a te- technology and it has to import to buy the technology from foreign countries. And that means that as uh, a corporation or a company, for-profit company, tech Power it just thinks it's not a very cost-effective uh, option. So nuclear energy is still the most, uh, They that can, can get more money into the company. And awesome. that's, I think, uh, the one because it really costs a lot.
1: From uh, what you've told me in a, one of our other conversations, uh, was that Thai power doesn't seem to have the proper expertise or knowledge to handle nuclear power and nuclear waste. As far as we know, Thai power does not
0: have sufficient technology or capability expertise to deal with it. Mm-hmm. To deal with nuclear power plants and i mentioned the first part of the fourth nuclear power plant right. is, is going to be uh to finish the most recent news i read today the the news was about tech power tech power uh, engineers mm-hmm. use the parts of for the second uh the, the materials for the second part on the first part
1: Oh, they used some of the materials for the Phase 2 on the Phase 1 construction? Yes. Oh.
0: Therefore, there was a retired engineer saw the report, and he just could not believe it.
1: <gasps> Sounds like there's a lot of concerns. Type Howard is... On the one hand, saying that they don't have the expertise to deal with alternative energy. On the other hand, a lot of people are not confident about how they handle nuclear energy either. So it seems like there's a lot of issues.
0: Your last question about why Thai power was so determined to uh, uh, insist on developing nuclear power. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, we think that, uh, it has something to do with the corruption. Mm-hmm because too, m- too much money into this uh, nuclear energy development and way too much for us to know where the money has gone to. I, see. But, uh, I-, I think that's, uh, that- that's probably an easy be- business for TIE Power to, or for the people, the, the decision-making uh, level to make money. But, uh, but for us, for, it- it- money is not the most important issue, safety. Safety of the, the, Taiwan, the society or public is the most important. Taiwan is less concerned about the safety.
1: Right, and you often hear people saying things like, um, I don't know if it's related to if we don't use nuclear energy or if we use alternative energy, then uh, we may have to consider raising the rates of electricity that people are paying in Taiwan. Um, can you make any comment on that? That really has come
0: to the how we use our electricity, how how we use our the power. Do we do we really need to increase the use of electricity as Thai Power proposes? Mm-hmm. If we can transform or or change our the type of of the industries in Taiwan, we could use to change into a, like a more energy saving industries. We could still develop our economy of uh, using a more environmentally friendly energy. So it's not like uh, our economy will be damaged or uh, will suffer because of the lack of energy. Or if we don't have nuclear energy, our industry economy will will suffer. It's because the government has not thought about really changing uh, the the composition, the industries in our economy, to fit in, to to meet the need of energy. We can do a better job by changing our industries. So Mm -hmm. it's just our government still using labor-intensive water, using a lot of water resources and power, electricity, electricity, and land to develop the industries which creates pollution and also disasters.
1: Mm-hmm. What about the issue of uh, raising the electricity rates? Oh yeah,
0: price of electricity. Uh, the rate is uh, is low, and uh, you probably don't believe it. The rate for factories, for business, is even lower.
1: Oh, is that because so, they have some special rate for them?
0: Yes, yeah, manufacturers enjoy the special rate. Oh because they use most of the energy, and high mm-hmm. power gives them special rates. A lot of people actually today, after Fukushima disaster, uh, more and more people support raising the rates of electricity and uh, just to... We don't want. We don't want to have the disastrous like Fukushima. We we rather pay a little bit more.
1: Raising rates presumably would make people be more conscientious of how much electricity they're using. Is that the connection? Uh, that that is still to be
0: discussed. Uh-huh. That uh, people, as far as I know, the t- the people, the public doesn't mind raising the rates, and just uh, to ensure the safety of the island.
1: Right. I mean, could you? explain that connection? I mean, because my interpretation of that is if you raise the rate, then people will be more conservative in their electricity use. Is that, I mean, what's the connection?
0: Uh, definitely, the people would use electricity more cautiously. We're not waste, uh, waste energy so easily if we raise the rate. Right, and but
1: that's what's that's the also connection between that and the safety? Of-
0: the, the safety, I mean, we, we don't need to build new Electricity plants, especially not nuclear power plants,
1: mm-hmm. because
0: uh, we want our goal is to phase out nuclear power plants in Taiwan. So mm-hmm. we we will not be worried about the disasters like what happened in Fukushima, because that could really happen in Taiwan.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, well, thank you very much. Um, Is there anything else that you'd like to add, you know, either about what you've seen in the last month, all the rallies related to the anti-nuclear movement, or anything about this movement in general that we haven't covered? I would really like to call
0: for international support for Taiwan's Mm efforts to achieve a nuke-free country because mm-hmm. uh, it's not only for Taiwan it's that like everyone knows the, the location of Taiwan, the mm-hmm. island, mm-hmm. which is the, in the middle of the oceans. so if any nuclear disasters happen in Taiwan, the neighboring countries and the Pacific Oceans and many more other countries will be affected. Mm-hmm. I really would appreciate if we can get more support and also, like if possible, more help from the experts on energy to help us achieve a nuke-free country in, in no time, hopefully before 2025,
1: mm-hmm. because
0: 2025 was, uh, was our target date. We had this uh, environmental basic law passed like 10 years ago, 11 mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. In the basic law, it was stated, the government would try to achieve a nuke-free country in Taiwan by 2025.
1: Just out of curiosity, was that uh, did that happen during the time of the Democratic Press Party rule? Yes, hmm. <laughs> exactly. <That's right>. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and and I think the, the KMD
0: government uh, totally forgot it, or even I think they they would they they will want to abolish that, but the basic law is there, and uh, it's still our target. That we. Uh, to achieve the goal, uh, we need, we really need support from international community because mm. the current government has been threatening, uh, the society, the public, that the international community is, nuclear power is still the, uh, the mainstream for, uh, in international community, which we think is just opposite.
1: So, are there any international organizations, or you know, that you guys work with, or could work with? So far, we have
0: probably green parties in the uh, other countries, but mm-hmm. not many international mm-hmm. organizations have extended uh, their support. So, Japan. Uh, this time, we got a lot of support from Japan,
1: mm-hmm. from
0: Japanese, even from the uh, from the politicians mm-hmm. in Japan, mm-hmm. uh, because they they really went through this uh, the sufferings, and they. Don't want to see Taiwan going through the same thing. Right. So we we need some more support from uh, from the other countries, and uh, with Taiwan uh, become a nuke free country, I think uh, it, it will also help the other countries to achieve the goal.
1: Thank you for that. It's very interesting. I learned something like I didn't realize that. We don't even need the existing three nuclear power plants. That's the first time that I've heard somebody say that. And I'm wondering, like, so who, where are these reports from? Cause you said there's some experts. Are they nuclear energy or energy experts at um? It's from an organization called
0: Green Alliance. Green Alliance is, is basically the coordinator on the anti, anti-nuke rally this time or mm-hmm. uh, almost every year. Okay. And so they, they have some experts really putting in Time and energy to come up with the report. If it, uh, it's is in is in Chinese, uh, uh-huh.
1: And they focus on um, like studying the nuclear power or the power issue. Or what, what does this organization do? Uh, the,
0: the focus is uh, is on anti-nuke.
1: Is is
0: is their only focus?
1: Oh, okay. And so they have people who are experts on nuclear
0: power and. Uh, they have some experts from like uh, the retired engineers mm-hmm. and also uh, the the experts from uh, the other countries foreign countries to help them examine mm-hmm. Thai power's claim that uh, there will be insufficient power supplied mm-hmm. or any other the need for the nuclear power the safety mm-hmm. but, uh, such claims Green Alliance always acts. Uh, they, they will get a bunch of people studied, and and then uh, have the report presented mm-hmm. to the public.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, it seems to me that's a really big part of it is just the education of the public. Because I can't imagine that if people didn't, if people knew this, that you don't actually need to have the three power plants that we already have, that people would be much more supportive of this issue. Yeah, that's right. So, 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 uh, luckily more because, uh, because that
0: organization and, uh, work with the others, the other NGOs, we all try to hold as many, like, uh, panel discussions or, like, uh, uh small meetings, uh, local meetings in every cities or even on campus.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: I I think people know that we don't need, uh, nuclear power plants and we still have sufficient power supply the only thing is that the big manufacturing companies the big manufacturers are worried because they need most of the power supply
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and uh, those companies are worried that there is no nuclear energy then there will be some problem with the power supply and mm-hmm. this um, I think it's their claim, and the government usually works with the corporations. The citizens, like you and me, we are not so worried because we don't use that much
1: power. Thank you very much. Um, I appreciate you taking time to um, be on the podcast with us and explain a lot of issues going on with the anti-nuclear movement in Taiwan. Thank you so much. Okay, you're welcome. Do you guys have a website? The website
0: is uh, Eja.
1: E-J-A dot O-R-G mm-hmm. .tw. okay, let me just repeat. Triple W, E-J-A dot dot T-W. Yes. Okay, and what about the Green Alliance? Do they have a website as well? The name is Green Citizens
0: Action Alliance. And the website is triple W dot dot and uh, on their website, there is a like a, a research report, and in the research, they they have uh, the the most recent one is the true analysis of mystery of nuclear power. The report is how the fourth nuclear power plant used money and also what the real cost is.
1: Um, thank you so much. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to um, add? Thank you
0: very much. And really, I'm very honored to have this opportunity to talk to you and the audience.
1: Thank you. To learn more about the Environmental Jurists Association, visit their Chinese language website, which is www.eja.org.tw. To learn more about the Green Citizens Action Alliance, visit their website at www.eja.org gcaa.org.tw Thanks for listening and stay tuned for another episode of Talking Taiwan. Talking Taiwan is brought to you
0: by Forumosa.com